Why don't we give a uh, big round of applause for their worship team? Yeah. Come on. Woo. Hallelujah. Thanks, Maria. <laughs> yeah, you made it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So, uh, since, you know, during the week we sell skateboards here. I don't know if you guys are aware, but... Um, I had a, a story about Chelsea, which is uh, my youngest daughter. She's probably kicking around somewhere. So Chelsea was at the skate park right over there, and there's this big ramp. It's probably about this high, like a big ramp. And I looked out of the window, and I, like Chelsea does not really skateboard. Like, that was like her first time, second time on the board. No helmet, nothing. And <laughs> I just look over and I see little Chelsea rolling on her board about to go down the big ramp. Like, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. She's like this tall. And right when I saw her, I'm like, Chelsea, where's your helmet? Right? <laughs> and... You know, you had all these people around her, and they were like, go, 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 right? Yeah. Oh, no. And then it's, it's just like, like she, she went for it. But then just my voice of saying, Chelsea, where's your helmet? Just caused just a little bit of doubt uh. inside of her. Just a little bit. And then, right, she started. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tonight we're going to look, we're going to speak about uh, perception. You see, when I, when I actually, like, her perception at the moment was that it was okay, everybody was believing in her, but from, from anybody else's perspective, like, like, it does not make sense. Like, I, I do skateboard lessons, and I don't let people do that, uh, like, after five months. Yeah. But in her mind, her perception was that she could do it. Hallelujah. How important is it, your perception of your life right now? And I put a little uh, diagram over here. We're going to talk about that. Sensory data, that's anything from your senses. Anything that you see, anything that you hear, anything that is actually physical, okay? When that happens, your interpretation of it is what will cause your feeling. How many know that one thing could happen to a particular person, the same thing happened to the, uh, another person, and they have a different feeling? Yeah. Right. Who here likes bad feelings? Anybody? <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm not saying to push down your feelings, to not acknowledge your feelings. What I'm saying is the result, the feeling that you're going to have is proportionate to the interpretation that you've given the sensory data. And then usually from that feeling, we make the action or the reaction. 
So I don't know if anybody here has ever felt overwhelmed by circumstances. Almost like the whole world is about to fall apart. Anybody? That was me. That was me on Friday at work. Have you ever felt distracted or discouraged by what seems to be an insurmountable obstacle? So the word circumstance, let's look at that word tonight. Circumstance. Because really, a lot of times, it's the circumstance. It's the sensory data. It's what's around us. It's the things we don't really have control over. I can't control what Matt tells me. If he tells me something, I can't control that. Right? You guys see what I'm saying? Everything around you, you cannot control. Hallelujah. You know what you can control though? Your interpretation of it. Hallelujah. I'm telling you guys, most of the time, okay, uh, you can have these feelings inside of you. And it's okay to acknowledge them, but there's a point when, when it's always the same feeling that comes over you. You got to start thinking, wait, how am I interpreting what's happening around me? Okay, so circumstance. Let's look at that real quick. Circum. You know what circum means? Circumference. It's a circle. Hallelujah. I think the pizza's ready. Woo, who wants some pizza? Hallelujah. Thank you, boy. You gotta love the wife, man. <laughs> see, see, I, I just see how I could have actually, I, if I was, if I interpreted that as disrespectful, I could have got angry about that. I'm preaching. My interpretation is that I that that distracted me. But see how I shifted it. And it actually became something good. Hallelujah. God has given you so much power over your life. And what I want to do tonight is I want us to start perceiving things in a different way that would actually cause your life to have fruitfulness, to see change. Circumstance, circumference. There's a cycle that happens in our life. Circumstance, stance. There's a cycle, and how are you standing? What is your stance in that cycle that's happening around you? Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the way... That, you know you know it's actually proven that if you walk into a room with your your back straight with a posture different you'll actually feel better you guys any, everybody anybody ever heard that right. <laughs> if you walk around like this are you gonna be excited and ready to take on the world <laughs> that's why your stance how you're standing when you're surrounded by sensory data, you're surrounded by people harassing you, you're surrounded by problems. 
How are you perceiving that? God can use your circumstance to circumcise your heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what I wanted to do tonight is prepare us to overcome every bad situation that could happen to you. To have a posture in Christ that makes you strong and confident in the word of the Lord. To have the ability to use your spiritual eyes when things get tough. When things get really tough, sometimes we get blinded. You guys know what I'm talking about? All of a sudden, the old nature comes forward. I don't know how to call it, but yeah. your old ways. Yeah. You haven't sworn in two years. All of a sudden, you got F-bombs coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, what just happened to me? <laughs> right? Our perception in any situation is always what will determine our strategy. Hallelujah. How you see things, Whatever's happening around your life, whatever is happening in your family, whatever's happening at your job, whatever's happening in your finances, whatever is happening with your health, your perception will change your strategy. If you see God as the healer, you're going to have a different strategy than someone who does not see God as the healer. Do you guys see what I'm, where, where I'm, I'm going with this? So what we need to do is to actually have our eyes, the eyes of our understanding, our, our, our spiritual uh, eye, awaken, enlightened, so that when something happens, boom, we, the, the light of God is shining on the circumstance. And then you say, I'm, that's why we sang that song, it may look like I'm surrounded may look like I'm surrounded by this person's attacking me. That person's against me. Anybody here ever had like five things go wrong at the same time? <laughs> like what is going on, God? And God's like tonight he wants to equip you so that when, when your, your, your circumstance, <laughs> hallelujah, is overwhelming, that you will take a stand. And you'll say, I believe the Word of God. Hallelujah. That's why you want to learn the Word of God. Because when you know the Word of God, when you know the Bible, you have a lot of things to stand on. This book has a lot of different prescriptions for a lot of different problems. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's what the doctor ordered. <laughs> right? Hallelujah. Don't be scared of this book. It's not going to bite you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to love you. <laughs> Sometimes we get scared of it. So the name of the message tonight is Magnifying the Savior in Times of Trouble. Hallelujah. So let's pray. Father, I just thank you for tonight. Thank you for every person that's here. You have a word for them. Thank you that you're teaching me. 
Are you showing me things in my life I need to adjust? I want to have your eyes. I want to have your faith. I want to see what you see. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So life is not always so easy, is it? Who here has had a very easy life? Yeah, come on. Yeah, easy. easy. I'm being sarcastic when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Should be tough, but actually it's easy for me. Yeah. That's good, yeah. But I mean, life is tough, but I feel like it's easy. Yeah, it, it is easy. If, if you got the right perception, I think everything could be easy to deal with. I believe it. The thing is, people don't, not everybody sees it like you, right? Not everybody has this positive outlook on life. You see a lot of people uh, depressed uh, on all kinds of, uh, you know, they got to see the doctor and, and they, you know, they go to the hospital. I mean, the statistics are very high as to how many people are depressed. So this is this is uh, what we're speaking about today. And if you got a pen, if you want to take notes, this is very important because it's going to actually guide. It will guide your life. You won't have to overreact. You see, damage, avoiding damage is easier than damage control. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <sighs> okay, let's let's go in the Bible. Ephesians chapter one, verse seventeen. I keep asking that the God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that you may know Him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. That's what I was talking about. Okay, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. For what? In order that you may know the hope. Interpretation. The hope to which he has called you. The riches and his glorious inheritance. And his holy people. Hallelujah. Okay, so the kingdom of God works with rewards. Do you, do you guys know that? Do you, everything that God does... Everything most people do is for a reward. Can I hear amen? Amen. You want some kind of reward. You want the reward of feeling better after you did it. You want the reward of getting paid after you did the work. Dogs are like that too. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. If I do the dishes, I have the reward of clean dishes. And the wife is happy too. Right? Hallelujah. <laughs> so the Bible talks about the land of milk and honey. Honey. Hallelujah. Come on. Who's ready for the land of milk and honey? Do you know what that means? It's a land of goodness, of richness. 
He's a good father. I'm telling you guys. He wants, he wants to bring us to that land. He wants you to go to that place. I know there's spiritual meaning behind that, but I'm not talking about spiritual meaning right now. I'm talking about the physical. I'm talking about something you could touch, you could smell. The land of milk and honey smells like something. It feels like something. It looks like something. Someone from the outside could look at you and be like, man, you're in the land of milk and honey. I feel like I'm getting there. I feel like I can touch it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, who, who here just can feel it? You can just feel like God's about to shift everything in your life. It's about to come. Come on, who's feeling convergence right now? You're feeling convergence. Everything is coming in and you're like, this is coming together. That's coming together. This is working out. That's working out. Boom. I know Matt knows what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Guys, we're going to get excited because the land of milk and honey, it's good. So there's this place called uh, Canaan, okay? Actually, there's a legend that in Canaan, the people there had dog heads, like canines. There's a legend. And... Joshua, Moses sent spies to go check out this land of milk and honey. Right? Twelve of them went. Okay? Only two had a different perception. The other ones saw all these crazy giants. Their perception was like, okay, so they saw, apparently the grapes were like this big. Big. Like watermelons or something. I don't know. Who here likes grapes? Juicy ones. <laughs> so they got a cluster of grapes. And they're like bringing the cluster of grapes. They're like, they're 